0: And welcome to the Autistic Bodybuilding Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal, and today we're going to talk about the lat pulldown. But first, I have an announcement about spatial agility that is scheduled to start Friday, October 30th. So, that's going to be my course to help autistics with proprioception, but there is not really a course like this out there, and it's also going to be my first time putting a course together for you all. So what I'm going to do, if you're willing to be one of my first pupils for the course and you're willing to provide a lot of feedback, that first release of the course, that first iteration is going to be slightly cheaper than the rest of, or the subsequent iterations of the course. Because really what I want to do is give you guys a chance to get in as kind of like my beta testers, give me feedback, tell me what's working for you, tell me what isn't working for you and that will actually be almost part of your contribution, so I won't charge you as much if you're gonna join that that first course that I release. So, if you want to know more about that, if you want to be more informed about the details, you can either tune in next week on Thursday the 29th. I'll talk a little bit more about it then. Or, just go ahead and submit to that newsletter, autisticbodybuilding.com newsletter and I can give you more information next week in a way that might make a little bit more sense than me trying to explain it really briefly at the beginning of the podcast. So guys, let's get started talking about those lat pulldowns. Allie has been doing lat pulldowns once per week, every week, for two years, but she's not seeing any growth in her wings or lats. Instead, she sees a lot of growth in her traps, and she's starting to get some pain in her low back when she carries her messenger bag to work. Allie is confused, because she was told that strengthening her lats would fix this, but she's already been doing these lat pulldowns, what do you think Allie is doing wrong? So lat pulldowns primarily work the latissimus dorsi or the lats, but they also get a little bit of lower trap biceps in your quadratus lumborum. These are all muscles I will dive into when I do another muscle group podcast, but for right now, we're just touching upon what exactly happens when you're doing a lat pulldown itself. Your core may also get a little bit of a workout if you're working hard to stabilize during your lat pulldowns. The machine you sit on facing the plates with your thighs under the rollers and pull down from overhead, that's the lat pull down machine. Not all gyms have one, but most do. I'll get into how to get around it if you don't have a lat pull down machine later on in this podcast. Now, the lat pull down was invented by Jack LaLanne. He was actually the founder of valleys, he needed a way to get people in the right position, targeting the right muscles, without a ton of instruction. Now, Jack LaLanne is considered by many to be the inventor of modern gyms and modern fitness, and I will do a whole episode on him. But let's move on for now to how to perform a lat pulldown. So, you're going to want to sit facing the cable with the bar over your head, If you have an actual lat pull-down machine, you're going to place your thighs under the roller pads with your feet planted flat on the ground. If you're short, you might be on your toes. That's fine. If you don't have a lat pull-down, you can sit on the floor. So, this is what I meant when I said if you don't have a lat pull-down, there is a way to get around it. Basically, you want to sit on the floor. You can either do it with your legs bent, kind of pointing up toward the ceiling, Or you can do it with your legs cross-legged. I prefer it cross-legged because if the lat pull-down is too heavy and it's pulling me up, I can actually put a weight on my lap to kind of counterbalance it and weigh me down so that I can do my pull-downs without struggling against it. Of course, another option is to just do one arm at a time so that you're only lifting half the weight and that the cable doesn't pull you up. If you're not to that point yet, though, don't fret. You'll get there. But you don't really have to put anything on your lap. You can just sit on the floor and pull that bar towards you and you will still get that workout. Now, you want to use the widest bar you can find in the gym. Those are usually the ones that are straight in the middle and then they kind of angle down a little bit on the sides. You want to place your hands on either side of the bends of the bar on the outer part so that you're like in a really, really wide grip. Now, you want to pull down steadily towards your upper chest. You should be holding the bar so that your the backs of your hands are facing your face or facing outward and your palms are facing away from you. And you're gonna grip the bar and pull down towards your upper chest. So, you want the bar to land about one hand width below your shoulders or about one hand width above your nipples. Now, everybody's a little bit different, so if you're just kind of like, eh, that doesn't really seem right, kind of target for about equidistant between your nipple line and where your shoulders stop and that should be about where you want to be. Basically, you just don't want the bar to hit you in your face when you pull down, but you also don't want to have to move your body back and forth to get it down to your chest. You want a place that's comfortable, but not too low, not too high. That said, you want to sit as upright as possible such that the bar won't hit you in the face when you pull down. So, when you find that good Hand placement and that good chest placement, then the next thing you want to do is make sure that your, wherever you're leaning to, is as upright as it can be, but you're not going any further back than that. So, you want to be sitting as straight upright as possible, such that when you pull the bar down, it hits that part in your chest almost effortlessly and then you just let it go back up steadily. And then you just, you know, pulse down, pull down steadily in fluid motions. Safety. Now, this, it goes back to the don't lean too far back. Now, if you if you lean too far back on a lat pull down, you're gonna have to lean back a little bit so that you don't hit yourself in the face. But you don't want to lean so far back that your core is, like, shaking and you're kind of almost pulling against the bar as you're pulling down. Those are all things that just aren't really good for your body, and also it targets a totally different part of your back. There is a time to lean far back and pull. If you're getting into really advanced bodybuilding movements and stuff like that, you might choose to use the lat pull down for weird things like your mid back and your shoulders but generally if your body is not expecting that movement if you're expecting to do a lat pull down and you shift yourself in the wrong position and you're working a different part of your body that's just unsafe because psychologically your body is not prepared to execute the movement that you are in the position for. Another thing that makes it a little bit unsafe if you're not doing the right movement that you're mentally prepared for is that you can create imbalances that make you unsafe in everyday life. So, you might overstrengthen your traps and not actually get your lats at all and the whole time you're thinking that you're getting your lats and you're really not. So, that can, of course, cause a lot of problems just in your everyday movements, when your body is imbalanced, it has to overcompensate in other ways and that can really tweak different limbs and different muscles and mess you up a little bit. So, definitely always be trying to do the movement that you actually set out to do. Try to make sure that you're not shifting into other positions always keep both hands on the bar while the cable is engaged. So in other words, if you have any of those plates, if that cable has any of those plates off of that weight stack, you don't want to just let go of the bar. You don't want to let go of it with one hand because the problem if you let go of it with one hand is the other hand might lose grip and that can set the bar spinning, flying. It can just fly up and the weights crash down and That, of course, draws a lot of attention to you you don't want. The worst part is I've actually seen people get stitches and concussions because they let go of the bar incorrectly and it started spinning and it whacked them in the head or something totally awful. So don't let go of that bar at all until the cable is fully relaxed. Now, you can use your whole body to get the bar up and down if necessary. For me, I'm super short. I have to actually stand on the seat Of the lat pull down and use my whole body weight to get the bar down safely with both hands, that's okay. As long as you are doing it in a way that is safe and that gets the bar down securely and you're not in a position where you're just letting it go because when you let that bar go, it can go anywhere. And like I said, I have seen people get injured. Don't ever lift heavier than you actually can. This is called ego lifting. Your ego can handle injury a lot better than your body. <laughs> so, and also this goes to leaning too far back. If you have to lean too far back to get that bar down, if you have to, like, lurch forward and, like, put your whole body into it to get it down, you're not lifting lats anymore. You're into, like, a whole body exercise and that can really mess up your spine. It can, it can wrench things in. In your spine and your hip area that you don't want to wrench. So, don't lift heavier than you actually can. Make sure you are within the weight you need to be to target that muscle and target it safely. Warm up your lats before with simple reaches. So, doing things like standing upright and reaching to the opposite side overhead or even just reaching to the opposite side at chest height will actually help you limber up your lower back, your quadratus lumborum. Your quadratus lumborum is easily imbalanced. Again, I'll talk about that in another podcast. But you want to make sure that that lower back is loosened up because, because it's so easily imbalanced. If you don't loosen it up, you can really hurt your lower back. You can cause imbalances. You can exacerbate imbalances that are already there. So, really important to loosen up your quadratus lumborum, your lower back, and your lats before you start working on them. Now, don't get into super stretches, your, like, super long stretches. You're going to want to stretch your lats longer after you're done working them out. Again, this just prevents them from getting stiff. It prevents your quadratus lumborum from stiffening up to try to counteract some of what you've done to your lats that day and it just kind of makes sure that the blood flow gets back in there so that you can heal more quickly and work out again sooner. The last thing I want to mention about strengthening your lats safely is to work your shoulders well because they are the antagonist to your lats and they will help keep your posture balanced. So, if you're working your lats, at all, in any capacity, you want to make sure you're working your shoulders just as much, if not twice as much, because they're a little bit harder to strengthen, in my experience and opinion. So, you really want to make sure that your shoulders are balancing your lats and your lats aren't just pulling you into, like, a hunched position. We will talk more about lats and how they affect your posture when we do an episode about lats in the future, and I actually think I'm going to do an entire episode about posture and everything that feeds into it at some point as well. So, how often should you do lat pulldowns? It really depends on your needs. Most people already have tight lats, and I want to talk about how to assess your tightness and imbalances and stuff like that at some point in the future, but that, I think, will be more of a YouTube channel episode. So, if you have any questions until I get that YouTube out, just message me. I definitely don't want you exacerbating any imbalances that you already have. But that said, most people, it's not necessarily bad to work your lats if you're tight. You're just going to have to stretch them a little bit more, and working them can actually help get blood flow into them, which will help loosen them up a little bit as well. It sounds counterintuitive, but it works. That said, though, I would recommend once per week is a good place to start with your lats. Most people, most bodybuilders especially, will put their lat exercises on their back day, so they're really only doing half Half of, their lat, half of their back day might be their lats. So they're really only getting a half of a workout on their lats every week. And that seems to be good for most of us to get those, those wings that we call them when you kind of have that big, those big muscles under your armpits when you do the lats, when bodybuilders do the lat spread. And you can see they kind of get this like X shape from this upper body mass that they have. That's their lats. So, we managed to get pretty big lats doing it this way. I'm sure that would be more than enough for you. Start out at that once per week, put it on your back day, and see how it feels. Definitely keep variety in mind with your lat exercises. Now, we're just talking about the lat pull down today because it's a great start, but it is not the only thing that works that muscle. Now, let's revisit our friend, Allie. Allie has been doing lat pulldowns once per week, every week, for two years, but she's not seeing any growth in her lats. Instead, she sees a lot of growth in her traps, and she's starting to get some pain in her low back when she carries her messenger bag to work. Allie is confused because she was told that strengthening her lats would fix this, but she's already been doing all these lat pulldowns. What would you recommend Allie do to fix this situation? Allie is leaning too far back on her lat pulldowns. As a result, she's targeting her middle traps and rhomboids instead of her lats. To fix this, she'll have to drop the weight and sit straight up just far enough to keep her chin out of the way and work on pulling the bar to her upper chest. This will target her lats more effectively and start helping with that lower back weakness she's developed. Allie is also probably not stretching before she lifts lats, so she might want to do some of those cross reaches before she does those lat pulldowns to help loosen up her lower back and make sure that it doesn't tighten and become imbalanced. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Autistic Bodybuilding Podcast. If you'd like to view a transcript of today's show, as well as all references used, visit autisticbodybuilding.com transcripts. Your donations help me keep the show ad-free. If you'd like to donate, visit autisticbodybuilding.com donate. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, find me at Audibuilder. Email me show suggestions and questions at autisticbodybuilding at gmail.com. Or just visit AutisticBodybuilding.com for the latest news and updates. As always, all these links will be in the show notes for your convenience. I hope you'll come back next week. Until then, stay fit and flappy.